Hello, spooky people, and welcome to another episode. I'm your resident spooky drag queen, Pissy Miles. And I'm your resident spooky smartass, Sam Baxter. And, and this, this is, is my spooky, spooky gay family. family. Hello, Sam Baxter. <laughs> Hello, Miss <Ms>. Miles. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, I'm sweating like Oprah Winfrey at a Weight Watchers weigh-in because we have the <laughs> fucking air conditioning turned off at the moment. So in that January. It, in January. And let me tell you <laughs> how much that pisses me off. <laughs> I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, how... I leave my air conditioning on all through winter because we live on a high floor in our building. So like it's a new building. So it's it's very well insulated. So all the people below me who have their heat on are essentially heating my apartment. Mm. And so I have to keep my air conditioning on. Otherwise, it will become sweltering. <laughs> uh, and I don't mind that because I'd rather have that than the heat. Sometimes I'm more mm -hmm. comfortable in the cooler air than the the hotter air but um it does make it challenging when we have to turn the air off to record <laughs> <laughs> it does it does get a little warm in here yes yeah it it gets a bit toasty um but i'm happy i'm feeling good i bought some stuff to make some very tasty food after we're done mm -hmm. i've decided i'm making tacos tonight very because good. i tried making tacos last night and i was not happy with the outcome, mostly, I was telling you this before, I tried doing it with um, ground turkey, but they did not have the ground turkey we normally use. So I got Butterball turkey. And if you're listening and you work for Butterball, uh, fuck you, because <laughs> your your ground turkey is garbage. We don't care if you work in shipping. We don't I, care if you're a customer service. You could be middle management. I don't give a <laughs> fuck what you do. If you work for Butterball, you your job is trash. You are not trash, but your job is trash. <laughs> <laughs> it was the most disgusting thing I think I've ever eaten. That's, like, that's I, saying something. I seasoned it to within an inch of its life. I used everything. I used like sage and thyme and... Uh, 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 Jesus, I can't think of the name of this. Rosemary? I did use rosemary. I used um, fucking cumin and smoked paprika and all of these like real like chili pepper, red chili pepper, uh, chipotle chili pepper. I used like all of these like really great spices to get a really nice like taco blend, mm -hmm. and it just was like none of it could cover the disgusting that was butterball ground turkey. Damn. It was foul. It was so bad that, like, I washed the pan out last night, and then today went to wash more dishes, washed the dishes, and the smell of that disgusting turkey was, like, still on the sponge and was then on my hand. And so I went to eat later on today and, like, was becoming nauseous because when I put my hand with my food near my face, I could smell the disgusting ground turkey again. And it wasn't like it hadn't gone bad. It was within its expiration. It wasn't like gray or like weird. It didn't smell rotten. It was just like a very unappetizing, very like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like produced, very um, processed processed taste and it was just so nasty i would not buy it again ever in my life okay well that's your psa for this week folks i was just about to say and speaking of we're gonna read a commercial from butterball <laughs> <laughs> thank god we do, we are not uh we are not incumbent or, or we are not uh beholden beholden to sponsors because we can just say whatever the fuck we want <laughs> for now yes i didn't turn the fucking air on <laughs> Why is it so hot in here? 
Hold on. Please hold. Say something. <laughs> um, waiting room music. Elevator music. <laughs> waiting room music. That was the first thing you came up with. Waiting room yes, music. Yes, that was the first thing I came up with. <laughs> uh, yes. I, uh, I, I, I hate Butterball. Fuck Butterball. <laughs> Fuck it. I will, I will never buy their turkeys again. Because I was like, it must just be their turkeys ground up. You would think, yeah. Or maybe it's like the byproducts of their turkeys ground up, which yeah. makes me wonder. I don't know. I, mean, I, I think it's gross. Isn't... I guess, come to think of it, I've never checked whether or not the ground turkey I buy is ground turkey breast or if it's ground turkey other. Other. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Other. Other. <laughs> it's like 95% plastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine what was in that turkey. It was not good. Yeah, well. But today I bought chicken thighs and I am going to make smoked paprika. I'm going to use all the same spices, but with my chicken thighs cooked in herb butter. And so like, we are going to shred some chicken and we are going to make something delicious. I'm happy for you. I'm very excited. Because we. this is actually something we did while we were on vacation. I made tacos with Jess, and I did the same thing. I cooked my turkey, th- or my chicken thighs, and we just used a little taco seasoning. Because we didn't. We were on vacation. We didn't have all a whole drawer full of seasoning. Um, we had bought taco seasoning, and I just sprinkled like a packet and a half or something in, in a bunch of shredded chicken thighs. Mm-hmm. And it was so fucking good. Like, so fucking good. Oh, god damn it. I just realized I forgot to buy lettuce. Oops. Fuck. Well, it'll just be (laughs) chicken and cheese and rice. (laughs) And it's like the most disgusting burrito. And now that we've made you hungry. Oh, my God. I'm so hungry. I'm so excited. Uh, But now that we've talked about things that are wonderful, let's talk about things that are awful. (laughs) (laughs) Other than butterball ground turkey. Yeah. uh, You know what? I'm going to include butterball ground turkey in our topic today okay that's something i'm terribly afraid of uh (laughs) we a while back this was like my god it has to be almost a year ago we did an episode on phobias yes we did and it got us thinking when we were when we were planning the episodes for this week we were kind of talking about what we were going to do and and how we were going to uh to uh, address a a certain topic, we were kind of talking about nature and how like it can kind of induce fear in people because nature is horrifying. Yes, it is. Um, And so we're going to do just kind of, it, it is beautiful, but it is terrifying. So today we're going to be just talking about, uh, fucking nature. We will not be walking children through nature. No children. Although, if I had to pick people who were walking through it instead of me, I would pick children. <laughs> They're so agile. They can do anything. You know what I mean? You know, a, a kid gets chased by a bear, it can run for a while. If I get chased by a bear, I'm dead in a few seconds. Like, this is... We're not talking minutes Kids for trip me. over their own socks. You think they can run away from a bear? They can run pretty far pretty fast. They're so tiny. How much weight are they carrying? <laughs> but they also have tiny little legs. I mean, I guess. But it's also nice because if there are children, that's like a fun snack for a bear. <laughs> and I can get away. <laughs> I can get away. And, you know, and that's really what it comes down <laughs> to. <laughs> can I get away? Um, yes. So today we are going to be discussing nature. I actually happen to love nature. Are you a big nature freak? Yeah, no, definitely. I think um, some of that has to do with the whole pagan thing as well. It's a nature-based religion. Yeah, paganism in all its forms really does center around nature and the uh, the the environment around you. Uh, and that is something that really drew me to paganism, if I'm being honest. I really, I wanted something that... I felt like a lot of religions kind of focused on things that you couldn't see or or interact with or be around. And paganism really goes, I don't want to say out of its way. It focuses so strongly on 
your relationship with the world around you. And part of that is kind of ethereal or mystical or otherworldly, but so much of it does have to do with making the most of the world around you, whether it's herbs and spices, whether it's uh, how you utilize earth or, or things in the world around you, whether it's fire, air, water, whatever it is, you're, you're using it and, and work and working with it Mm -hmm. and making it a part of not only your physical being, but your spiritual being. And that is something that really appeals to me about paganism. Would you say that that's something that you experience as well? Yeah, no, I, um, I really like the fact that, for lack of a better word, it feels very grounded. Yeah, it is very is not grounded. Something that can really be said for a lot of the religions that I have experience with mm-hmm. other than paganism. And that's not to say that they don't have elements that are like that, but I think paganism more than any is kind of like, I don't want to say it because it's reductive to say it's like the hippie religion, but it has that kind of element where it's like staying in tune with the environment, staying in tune with the world and, and its elements. Yeah. No, yeah. you're basically <laughs> worshiping the world you're in. Exactly. As well as... Uh, there are deities involved as well. but Yeah, deities and, and depending on your, what you practice and how you practice it, there are other entities and, and uh, you know, all kinds of things. But I think anyone who's pagan probably has a very strong connection to nature and is enamored by it and is very much uh, a part of it. But that doesn't stop me from sometimes taking pause. <laughs> at it. And maybe it's, maybe it's part of my paganism that makes me so respect nature. Um, I, I really feel my fear is based in respect in that it's like, well, there are things more powerful than me in nature. And so I'm going to, uh, I'm going to take the time to give it its due, its due respect. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to give it its space. Yeah, no, there's, um, there's something to be said for a healthy fear of nature. On a top healthy of a fear reverence of nature. for it. Yes. But then I have my phobias. So it's like, well. Yeah, then there's the unhealthy fears and the totally justified fears and the completely irrational fears. Yeah. It's just every flavor of fear you can think of. Do you have like do you have an irrational fear that comes to mind when you think of nature? I don't know if it's an irrational fear. <laughs> <laughs> I know I have one. My my irrational fear is definitely like spiders and insects. Because, yeah, okay, that's fair. Because in most instances, I'm not saying all, but in most instances, especially where we live, yeah. there are not terribly predatory insects. No, and it's not even like the ones we have around here are particularly large either. No, I mean, we do have black widows. We do, but I've never but seen one. I I mean, I think I saw one once up in... It was actually one of the times we were on vacation. We went to the Adirondacks. You and Sarah didn't go with us that year. Right. Um, and while we were there, there was a spider. And I remember seeing it with Jess. And I was like, oh, that spider is creepy. And she was like, uh, I think it's a black widow. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> just like that yeah and if i'm not mistaken we killed it (laughs) because that was just not a journey we were on (laughs) for that trip um it was also like we were there we were in the adirondacks in the middle of nowhere in like a ski lodge while it had like snowed and the roads were very bad so it was like if something had happened to one of us getting to the hospital would not be easy so it was like yeah this is a chance we're not taking (laughs) i have a um I have a phobic relationship with spiders. Mm. Um, we have we have an agreement. The spiders are not aware that they're part of the agreement, but we have an agreement, <laughs> which is essentially if I see you outside, that's fine. That's where you live. That's your house. That's your house. If I see you inside my house, 
we have a problem. All bets are off. Yeah, and especially <laughs> if I find you in the bathroom or my bedroom, that is a capital offense. Absolutely. That is not even a I call Sarah and she brings a cup and takes you outside. Kind of thing. <laughs> that's you're a goner. That's that's I'm going to smash you with a book. Yeah, that's I hope you run fast. <laughs> and they do the little fuckers they I do know, run they fast, do run fast. <laughs> is it bad i feel like i just lost all my butch cred by admitting that i'm the one in this relationship who's like oh god there's a spider call sarah no i don't think you lose <laughs> butch cred for that because i am i am in my relationship many ways uh i don't want to say femme but like i'm the one who does most of the cooking and like mm-hmm grocery shopping and things not that those are feminine things but like stereotypically femme things yeah um but i am also the one who is mostly responsible for killing insects and uh (laughs) and doing things like that and i'm sure david will be thrilled to know that i'm sharing this information (laughs) david does not like spiders whatsoever i mean i do not blame him i don't blame him either i don't particularly care for them i I don't want to say I can tolerate them, but I can work with them where Mm -hmm. it's like, if I find one in my house, if it's not doing anything terribly bad, I will find a way to get it out of the house. Mm -hmm. But it's like you said, if you are in my bedroom, you're just fucked. Yeah, like no. that's just the end there are just, (laughs) I hope you lived a good life. This was the do not enter zone. You have broached the agreement. Yes. Why do you keep looking up? Is there a spider? No, I saw a little spot in the corner over there and I was like, oh my God, is there a spider in my living room? But it's not. (laughs) I do that all the time. There is there is one spot on my wall in my bedroom where like the paint dripped a little bit. (laughs) And when the light is on in my bedroom, it just looks like a little black dot. Yeah. And I cannot tell you how many times I've been like This conversation, yeah. This conversation also doesn't help. It's like no. the second you start talking about like creepy crawlies and spiders and bullshit, it's like you just see them everywhere. You're like, oh my god, it's a spider! And David's like, that's my design award. <laughs> I found one in my fucking desk drawer the other day. Ugh. I went to grab a pen. It was when I was packing for the Outer Banks. I went to grab a pen out of there, <laughs> and there was like it was. It was pretty big, too. It was about the size of a quarter. Yeah. And, like, it was just chilling in this drawer. And, like, I went to grab the pen and it moved. Because I didn't see it initially. (laughs) And... I went to grab the pen, it moved, and I just snatched my hand out of the fucking <laughs> You were immediately like, Catherine. Door, like, oh my fucking God. You were like <laughs> Catherine O'Hara in Home Alone. You just, you're like, no, and <laughs> fell backwards. <laughs> I almost walked into one. They're all over my fucking office, which is a problem. No. Your office is in kind of a, a, a nesty spot. It really is. And I don't know how I ended up with the spider room. But I, I know did. exactly how you ended up with the spider room. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, Sarah gets called in there like twice a week to remove some kind of eight-legged interloper. I Yeah, that is not a desire I have. I will say that's one of the nice things about living in a newer building is that like it is very well insulated and they do have pretty good pest control. Mm-hmm. So it's like. I can count on one hand the number of times I've found, like, pests in the house. Right. Um, So I will say I do appreciate that. I think it's probably much different than if I lived in my own house where I was responsible for it. I would probably see more insects and things. Yeah. Uh, So that is kind of a plus about apartment living (laughs) is that, like, at least in my apartment, you know, living in a nice building, it's like... It's kind of taken care of for me and I don't have to worry much about it. Yeah. I was having like a fly problem for a while and I don't know why. They were like gnats. Yeah. And I don't know why. Like I could, uh, we didn't have like food laying out. We didn't have fruit out. It was like, they just kind of came from somewhere and I don't know where from. And I was killing like five a day because I, like I said, I really do not. I don't like having bugs in the house. And something like flies, it's like, I can't usher them out of my apartment. You only have one option. And it's not even a particularly good option because they're so fast. I know. And I spent like hours dueling. There were times because they would congregate in like the bathrooms. And I have pretty clean bathrooms. But they would like 
I read an article about how there there are these things called like I can't it's like sewer flies or plumbing flies where it's like they come in through the plumbing because hmm. they're attracted to uh the bacteria that's like in your pipes. Oh. And so I think that's how they were coming in. That's why I saw them. But I would find them in my bathrooms almost exclusively. Mm -hmm. And so I would like shut the door, lock myself in the bathroom and just be like, you would just like, if you were in my apartment, it it sounded like there was like, I don't know, a mariachi band in my, in my (laughs) bathroom, because you would just hear from like far away through the door. You'd just hear like, Like I was it just like tons of clapping and it must have sounded like I was having, uh, I don't know, some like audience interaction in my in my bathroom. But it was just me trying to kill these little like gnats. And finally, I I, I kept going out trying to find like the fly paper. Nobody fucking had it. Yeah. I kept trying to find like fly traps. Nobody had them. Finally, I went to Target and they had this like all natural. It was like vinegar and something was in this like this like liquid fly trap and that Mm -hmm. did attract them and kill them and i have not seen them since i don't know what the deal was but that was like that was the thing for me but i really don't like flies in my house even probably more than more so than spiders see i don't not that i don't mind the flies that's not really what i'm trying to say but like flies don't freak me out so it's kind of like, okay, you're annoying and I'm going to swat you. But like, yeah. I, I, w- I wouldn't say, I shouldn't say that. They do freak me out a little bit. But it's more because like, I'll be sitting on the couch reading mm-hmm. and out of the corner of my eye, I'll see it. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck did I just see? And then it's like, they're just gone. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't tell you how many times I spent like, I spent so much time just like, trying to figure out where the fucking thing was because I had seen it out of the corner of my, and then it's like, I can't think of anything else. So it's just time consuming for me. It's like the time I should be spending doing other things. I'm like trying to find this fly and where it went and where it came from. (laughs) So I would say they are probably one of my least favorite nuisances. I am afraid of spiders though. Like that is an unpleasant experience for me. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't care for them either, clearly. They're just so, like, ugly and creepy and awful. Yeah, and it's just the way they move. Like, I don't I don't like the way they move at all. No. Like, that little skitter thing that they do. Yeah, and, like, the way their legs are. It's like some entity just made the fucking creepiest fucking thing it could think of. <laughs> it's like, here's the ugliest. Do you ever think about things like that? Like, when you think about the fact that, like, to get itty bitty spiders two big spiders have to like find each other attractive enough (laughs) you know what i mean like what looks at that and is like yeah that's that's a nice set of legs well i mean i guess if you have the same legs then it's a bit i think if i was a spider i would not be attracted to spiders (laughs) i would just find them asexual i would have to be (laughs) i wouldn't even be able to go near a mirror so gross they're so gross i don't know how they do it if i were them i would feel terrible for me uh but anyway we (laughs) that is only a part of the discussion because spiders are a very real phobia for a lot of people um insects in general are do you do you have like other insects that freak you out bees and wasps really are you allergic I am very mildly allergic to bee stings. Like it mm. wouldn't kill me, but like it would be very, it would be very unpleasant. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, I just fucking hate bees and wasps. I can't remember being stung, so I don't actually know if I'm allergic. I got stung by a bee once. It was very painful, and it was very like my arms swelled up. Mm. But like wasps fucking suck i've been stung by wasps before and they're oh, just I assholes i mean like, they're jerks they'll just they'll sting anything and yeah, it's like, like you especially should be like yellow jackets yellow jackets are the fucking worst and it's like you should be more discerning like seriously i mean i think it's just because wasps can sting multiple times like if a honeybee stings me at least i'm like okay you know what you got what you deserve you died. <laughs> 
<laughs> like I'm uncomfortable and I might need an EpiPen, but you died, motherfucker. Yeah. So like, at least I have that. A wasp stings you and you know he just went on with his fucking day. Yeah. That is kind of, dis- I shouldn't say disappointing, but uh, it's like, I wasn't even doing anything. You came near me because I had a sandwich on the deck. Yeah, and then seriously. you freaked out. And, and that's like that's like walking into someone's barbecue and shooting them. <laughs> like, what were you thinking? <laughs> Stupid bee. I get so paranoid because one time at a barbecue, I had a can of Coke. Oh, this happened I, to Steve. I almost drank a yellow jacket. <laughs> that happened to Steve. I remember dad has uh, th- these like family friends. It's Steve and Brenda respond. I should, probably shouldn't say their name. Um, <laughs> and uh, the <laughs> Steve and Brenda, who are very close family friends, and we love them to death. They're really lovely people. Um, we were having a barbecue once, and Steve uh, had a like a Coke or something outside, mm-hmm. and there was a bee inside, and he took a drink, and it like stung his lip or his tongue oh, or some geez. shit. Yeah, and you know Steve. Steve is yeah. like not. He just like he was like oh, I got stung by a bee and like kept drinking his Coke, and it's yeah. like. What are you doing? <laughs> Steve is like the most unbothered person. One of my most vivid memories of Steve is when we lived in uh, our... Do you remember the first house we lived in? Yeah. Uh, when we lived in that house, remember there was that intersection with the gas station where dad would take us and he would get his mm-hmm. newspaper and we would get like ring pops and shit? Yep. At that intersection, we were driving down the road and we saw Steve turning onto the road in his truck and... It must have been uh, a very inexpensive truck because it it must have had problems because the door opened (laughs) like his driver's side door opened as he was turning. And like when that happened, he just like waved to us and closed the door. And I was like, that is the most Steve R thing to have ever happened ever. (laughs) Yes. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I just, I took a sip of something and it went down the wrong path. Yes, I aspirated Coke <laughs> just now. <laughs> Many people do. <laughs> it's not the way you're supposed to do it. No, it's not supposed to be liquid or free of cocaine. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was the most Steve R thing I have ever seen was him like driving around with his door hanging off. <laughs> and he just waved and closed it and kept driving. And I was like, well, yep. That's that's the kind of day we're having. That's Steve. <laughs> Do you have a phobia of cars? Like, are you afraid of cars? No. <laughs> Excuse me. Maybe you should take another sip. Oh my God. I'm dying. Sam dies drinking. It was the drink that killed her. Oh, she was an alcoholic. No, she just couldn't breathe. <laughs> no, she just choked on a liquid. <laughs> No, but I don't have a phobia of cars. I I have a phobia of certain things that are done in cars. Like, like I don't know sex? how to explain. Th- no. <laughs> I'm afraid of sex in cars. <laughs> like what? Um, Like we were just talking about the other day, the Chesapeake Bay bridge tunnel thing. Mm. I, um, I am terrified of the idea of car accidents. And an accident on a 20-mile bridge that is, like, 20 feet above nothing but water sent me into a total tizzy. Would you consider that, like, a a natural phobia or a car phobia? I think it might be a natural phobia because drowning is a big one for me. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, drowning is... Like, that is is a way I absolutely do not want to die. I have dreams about drowning a lot. They say that that's supposed to be, like, anxiety. I mean, it probably is. Part of me wonders if, like, in a past life, I died drowning. I don't know know. if I believe in past lives, but if I did, I I would wonder. What were you saying? I don't really know if I do either. I I love my wife, but she is the one who drives most of the time. Is that a good or a bad thing (laughs) to you? I usually would hit the brake about 50 feet sooner than she does. Mm. So riding in the car is sometimes a little fraught. She has never gotten in an accident and she is, she's a very safe driver, but like I am, I drive like a little old lady. (laughs) So so I'm sitting there going like, hit the brake, hit the brake, hit the brake. 
Or my favorite one is red light, and she's like, I fucking see it. <laughs> like, I'm not slowing down because it's a hundred feet away. Yeah, it's a mile. <laughs> We're just at the top of the hill. Um, yeah, I guess I would consider the whole Chesapeake Bay Bridge thing a natural fear because... Well, I don't know. That's a tough one. I guess the drowning part of it is a fear because I am very much afraid of water in that I am afraid of like being submerged in it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not a fan. I'm um I'm especially scared of the ocean actually. Me too. <laughs> like not even for the there are things living in it. Mm. But it's the, like, I remember once when I was a little kid, I got hit by a wave real hard and kind of did a cartwheel into, and you were, into the surf. And you were underneath. And I was underneath it. Yeah. And, like, it took me a minute to get back up to the surface. Mm -hmm. And I totally panicked. It's scary. <laughs> but that's why things like that are, like, you really can't underestimate the power of nature, especially when no. it comes to water. Like, you look at something like a tsunami. That's hard. That is, like... I can't even like that is like the natural disaster that I'm like, absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> hmm. I don't know if there's a natural disaster. I think I would be better in than another. I really don't think I would do well with a tsunami. That one is a very scary one for me, especially because I have so much like weird anxiety about water. Yeah. Um. I, I think I want to say that I'd do better in an earthquake, but I've never been in an earthquake. So it's like, it's hard to say what that experience would be like for me. Yeah, no, I'm kind of the same way. Um, I don't, like, I don't think I would do badly in an earthquake, but it would, it would depend significantly on the size of the earthquake. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, if it like knocked over my nutcracker, I'd be upset. Yeah, like, but if it knocked over my building, I'd probably be worse. Yeah. <laughs> That's why, like, I've had so many people who have said to me, like, oh, wouldn't wouldn't you want to move to L.A.? Wouldn't you want to do this? Wouldn't you want to move to the West Coast? Because there's so many opportunities out there. And I'm like, no, I would want L.A. to move to me. Because <laughs> here, there is no danger of me, like, breaking off into the sea. Like, that's just not a thing that happens on the East Coast. Like earthquakes <laughs> and uncontrollable wildfires. Like, Yeah, I'm and wildfires. Let's talk about another fucking scary natural disaster. Yeah. That doesn't happen on the East Coast uh, yet. Jesus. At least not as frequently. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of a wildfire on the East Coast. I mean, I'm sure there are wildfires. They don't. They just don't cover as much ground as the ones. No, because a, I think they're mostly man-made, and b, I think uh, it, it's a much more temperate climate, so things well, are not as dried out. Rain. That's what I'm saying. Like it's not as dry, so I feel like it would be easier to control a fire here. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that would that would definitely freak. What about something like, uh, what should we call it? A um, like an avalanche. Scares the hell out of me. Um, I'm scared of everything though. So you've <laughs> already established, but like avalanches, mudslides, like anything where I'm going to be buried under something solid, hmm. is like or semi-solid, I should say. I yeah. I will say I'm not as scared of mudslides as I am of uh. Like the idea of an avalanche. An avalanche scares the crap out of me. But a mudslide, I'm like, eh, I have those all the time. <laughs> I'm like, who wants Baileys? I'm like, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, yeah, mudslides don't really induce as much fear in me. And maybe it's just because it's such a like infrequent thing. I don't really think much about it. Yeah, no, that's fair. Although I guess it's a bit like drowning in dirt. Yeah, which is not ideal. Yeah. That's a weird one. I yeah, don't really know much about mudslides. I wouldn't even know what would cause it. I guess rain. Yeah, essentially, I I think it's a lot of rain on a fairly dry... Where do they have so, them? Um, They have them in California. Do they? Yeah, I believe so. Huh. Another reason not to go to LA. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, California. Um, I do, mostly, yeah. I don't dislike LA. I just find it to be a challenging city. <laughs> I've never been to LA, so I can't. Never? No. Nope, have I've you ever been to the West Coast? I have not. Huh. It's fun. I think I would love to go to Northern California. 
I've been to I've been to LA a number of times. I've never been to San Francisco. Uh, and I've never been to Napa Valley. I would love to go to like Northern California. I feel like it's probably so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I just, I love that. I do like the West Coast. I think it's, it's nice. Although in LA, I don't like the heat. That's the thing that really drives me fucking nuts is the heat. Yeah, I know. I can't say I'd be terribly happy with like, because <clears throat> when you talk to people from California and I know several, like they're always like, it's a dry heat. You'll love it. It's so nice over <laughs> here. It's great. And I'm sitting here going like, well, what is it today? And they're like 85. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, like, like no die. Way. I almost like, said die in a fire. And I was like, that's, no, that's a little too real. Yeah. Don't do that. Because uh, um, <laughs> he redacts that joke. Yeah. Completely. And the thing that kills me is like, when you're a fat person like me, there's no such thing as a dry heat. No, there is. Like every heat is moist. I will create moist. my own humidity. <laughs> I'm like a humidifier. Um, yeah, there is. Uh, there's no such thing as a good dry heat because people are always like, "Well, yeah, it's 85, so it's warm, but it's not like stuffy and gross because of the humidity." And I'm like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I hate the heat. I want like max 70. See, that's where I'm at. I'm like, anything over 75 is too fucking hot. Too hot. Like. Take me to Vermont. To, when we talked to Sarah's cousins out in California, they're like, yeah, no, it was 90 today. You know, it was really nice out. I'm like, the fuck it was. And like, what's a bad day then? Like, like, like over 100. <laughs> like over 120. Over is a bad day. And it's, like, <laughs> it's like, I don't want to live anywhere where it like can routinely get to 104. No. Like, hell That's no. a fever. Like, seriously, like, if if my body was that temperature, I'd go to the doctor. I know. <laughs> if I need Possibly to walk around. Possibly the hospital if yeah. it continues too long. If I need to walk around with an ice pack, it is too hot. <laughs> I don't want to be there. Um, and there was actually a small period of time where David and I did consider moving to L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't say how thankful I am that it didn't come to fruition, uh, and that's not to say that at some point in the future it might not happen, but I I can't see myself being that terribly happy in that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know what you mean. But nature is Yeah. <laughs> well the heat do you is fear part the of heat? nature. I don't fear it. Really. I do. I kind of do. And I'll tell you why, because heat a is very uncomfortable, but B for me as a diabetic can lower my blood sugar very quickly. Really? I and I won't that. realize it. Yeah, being in the heat because I'm sweating so much and I'm and it it forces me to use more energy mm-hmm. because I'm in the heat. So like my body is working double time in the heat okay. and so my it drops my blood sugar and that's why like Doing that brunch, I had that like crazy plummet of my blood sugars when I ended up in the back of an ambulance. Yeah. It's like, do it because you do. I do these shows in the summertime and they all want drag queens to be like outside. And I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> like, I'm wearing six layers right now. Get the fuck out. Of- I know it looks like I'm not wearing anything, but I am. <laughs> I'm wearing a second skin in parts of me. <laughs> On most of me. Like, people always say to me, they're like, you have such great skin. And I'm like, you can't see it. You cannot see any of my skin right now. Um, Yeah, so I will say the heat, I, I, I wouldn't say I'm like scared of it. I'm not scared to go outside. But it is like, it is really un, unpleasant. I do not like the heat. Do you ever feel that way about the cold? See, I like the cold. I love the it cold. De- it depends on how cold it is and what i'm wearing like if i've got if i've got my layers thing going like i don't care but like even like tonight when we were downstairs a couple minutes ago Mm -hmm. like standing out there as long as you as long as i was it was starting to get uncomfortable Mm. but like most of that has to do with the fact that i'm wearing a sweatshirt and a t-shirt and that's that's it (laughs) you know so i realized because I bought myself my spirit hood, that that fur jacket. Yeah. The faux fur. I don't wear real fur. Um, it's a faux fur coat that I bought from a company called Spirit Hoods. And they're actually really wonderful because all of their fur is fake. And with every sale, they donate part of it to animal sanctuaries and huh. animal rescues. Um, and that was part of why I bought it. I loved the coat. It's so warm. 
Um, and it was beneficial to the, the environment. Uh, but I bought it as a present to myself when I lost all that weight last year uh-huh. or the year before. I can't remember when. Um, and so now I have like outgrown it <laughs> because oh, no. I put all the weight back on. And I was like, fuck, I don't have a winter coat. So I've just been like braving it in like sweaters. <laughs> and I was like, I said to David the other day, I was like, you know what? It's an expensive coat, but I might buy a bigger one from Spirit Hoods because mm-hmm. I loved that coat. And I was like, it was kind of part of a larger conversation where I was like, you know, for a long time when I put the weight back on, I wouldn't buy anything. I wouldn't buy new clothes. I wouldn't buy things in the right size. I would I would always be wearing these clothes that were like not fitting me well and not because I was like, I, I don't want to get comfortable with my body being like this. Right. But the, the fact of the matter is that for most of my adult life, I have been overweight. And so it's like at this point, I'm just punishing myself and making myself feel bad. And I'm not taking care of myself when it's like, I should just acknowledge that I am a person who is overweight and I should shop like I am and I should live like I am. Yeah. And there's, there's nothing wrong with having that, acknowledging that part of yourself and still knowing that, you know, it would be better if I lost weight, if or you if lost I did, a little yeah. weight or, you know, if, if it would make you happier to be a little smaller, mm-hmm. like, but you do have to start with that acknowledgement of this is the way my body is right now. And I and I can't just like because my thing <clears> is like when I'm overweight, I don't buy nice clothes. I buy like t-shirts and like the cheap underwear and the sweatpants and I like I don't buy nice jeans. I don't buy nice shirts because I'm like I don't want to spend this money and then lose the weight. But it's like the fact of the matter is I spend more <laughs> more time <laughs> larger than I do smaller. So it's like why am I punishing myself constantly for being overweight? I should just dress appropriately for my size. And I said that to David last year. I was like, I kind of want to buy a suit in the size I am now. Mm-hmm. because And a nice suit. Because yeah. I'm tired of going to these weddings and events and things wearing a suit where it's like, I'm very uncomfortable because I'm like a sausage casing. Yeah. That is rapidly falling apart. Yeah. And I'm like, I could just do better. I could just <laughs> buy clothes that fit the body I have. Because even if I lost weight, it's easier to take clothes in than to let them out, number one. Or number two, many times when I've lost weight, I've gotten bigger again. So it's like yeah. to have those clothes for... This has nothing to do with the conversation <laughs> we were supposed to be having. But um, yes. That damn heat. That damn heat. <laughs> Especially for us fat people. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But anyway. But anyway, another natural disaster that does really make me uncomfortable, and I know that this is the same for Bob. Bob has talked a lot about this. Mm-hmm. Is tornadoes? Yeah, no, tornadoes are scary. Hurricanes are scary. Any mm-hmm. kind of extreme storm. Yeah, like when you watch uh, the day after tomorrow yeah. or something like that. Like those like extreme storms. It's like wow, this is really fucking freaky. Yeah, no, anytime that you're standing under something that could be called the hand of God, <laughs> it's kind of like, okay. What's like, it? There, there was a term for tornadoes that was like, it was like a trailer park divorce or something like that. What, what was it called? I, I can't remember it. If you're listening and you know it, please write it because I'm having a senior moment and I can't remember anything. Um, yeah, but... Uh, tornadoes do freak me out because it's like it's one of those things not that it's really something we worry about in new jersey but uh it's one of those things where it's like you are just totally out of control yeah no you have it's almost entirely luck it's like let go and let god just (laughs) you you have to just pray you don't shit your pants because if you do and you get thrown around in your shitty pants it's just not gonna end well I feel like if I was in that situation, believe it or not, the shitty pants would be rather low on the list of worries. You know, I I want to feel that way. But then there's a part of me that's like, if I was in that situation and I actually did shit my pants, I would be the person who is sitting there saying to myself, great, I'm about to die 
and I'm going to do it in shitty pants. <laughs> like someone's going to find me in <laughs> shitty pants. And that's going to be my legacy. Here lies pissy miles covered in feces. Like that's going to be the way I go out. And it would be. I'm like, one day when I die, the first thing I will do is shit myself. I know it. I know it. Because I mean, most people do. But not like me. <laughs> Mine will be like projectile, fiery poops. That I know myself. My luck. Are you planning on dying from Chipotle? Like, what else? <laughs> you know, it's not far-fetched. <laughs> I probably will die covered in my own poop, but that's just me. Do you have like, do you have a phobia that's like, this is the one way I just would not want to die? There are so many. <laughs> um. Do you have one that like immediately springs to mind? I really, really do not want to die in a plane crash. Oh, yeah, me neither. Like, I feel like we've talked about this before on the podcast, but it's it's that half a minute you have between, you know, the airbags coming down and the plane actually hitting the ground mm-hmm. where you're completely aware of what's happening. You're just lucidly <laughs> like, watching yourself die. What, what, like that scares the crap out of me. Pretty much any any death that you see coming mm. and you can't do anything to avoid. Mm is going to be up there on my list. I think that's what scares me so much about drowning and like sharks and things like that. It's like, I will know it's happening to me. Yeah. And I just don't want to do that. I like, I think everybody hopes that it's like, I'll just go to sleep one night and I won't wake up the next morning. It's like, that's everyone's dream. But how many people actually get to do that? (laughs) I mean, close second is being eaten by anything. Eaten by anything. Like, the idea of being consumed by another living thing is terrifying to Or me. mauled. Yeah, even just mauled. Because, like, I don't think about it much because I don't really... I don't spend a lot of time in places where I would expect to run into one. Like a bear. Yeah. That would not be a good way to go. <clears throat> Do you have a phobia of bears? I wouldn't say I have a phobia, but I did... I went for a walk last year. Um, It was after... It was after dark... And I live in a very rural, woodsy kind of area. Hmm. And I was like halfway through this walk before I went, idiot, you live in bear country. (laughs) (laughs) It is completely dark out. Yeah. And it's trash day on top of it. So if they're going to be out, they're going to be out. And then I went, idiot, it's December. They're all hibernating. You're fine. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I, I definitely... I like how many times in your own inner monologue you call yourself idiot. <laughs> Almost exclusively in my inner monologue. Idiot, should we get some toast? Idiot is my internal name. Idiot, it's time for lunch. <laughs> your brain does not think very highly of you. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, I'm afraid of bears because I feel like that's a completely rational fear mm. to be afraid of bears. It's something very large with very sharp claws and teeth. Yeah. Like, do you have like, because I like you said, you live in a very, uh, uh, it's not a very residential area. There's a lot of woodland area around you. Yes. Do you have like, I'm sure you have coyotes. Yeah. No, I've, I've heard coyotes a couple times. There's I'm never pretty been sure one we in, like, heard them at, in your backyard. Yeah. That no. night we heard that like weird sound. Yeah. No, you've, we've definitely heard some coyotes. Or ghost children. Or Who ghost knows? Children it could have been. Yeah, it could go either way. <laughs> um, what about like wolves? Do you have wolves? No, almost no one has wolves anymore. They've been hunted to almost extinction. We there are wolves nearby, but they're in a wolf preserve. Mm. I guess that's kind of comforting. Yeah, no, I've been there. They're they're fine. You went. I went with. Sarah. I'm a little shocked. It was a bit of exposure therapy. Um, <laughs> For those of you listening, I am terrified of wolves. <laughs> terrified. It's all. It's been like um, a lifelong terror of wolves, starting with uh, the, the never ending. The story. never ending story really fucked me up as a kid. Gamork. And then I had like recurring nightmares for years. Years, literally years. Um, so I am very frightened of wolves, but um, <laughs> we went to the wolf preservation because 
Sarah was like, this will be fun. You'll just see it. Like, you know, they're just big dogs. Like, you'll be fine. I'm like, they are not big dogs. They're a completely separate genus of animal. Like, they are not big dogs. They're wolves and dogs are very, very similar, but they are not the same. No. And it's one of those things where it's like, you don't actually, I had never seen... I had seen wolves in like zoos and things, but it was always very far away. Yeah. With this place, it was like they came right up to the fence. Mm. And I had never been, you know, five feet away from a wolf. Right. And I did not entirely enjoy the experience. Really? Because <laughs> they're big. They're very big. And it's one of those things you don't realize how big they are until you're five feet away from them and it's looking at you. <laughs> and I'm sitting here going, you could fucking eat me. Yeah. Like, it's not even a question. Like, it wouldn't even take three of you to bring me down. You would be able to eat me on your own. I wish that all of you could see the intensity in <laughs> Sam's face when she's talking about this. It is so funny because you got so starkly serious. It was like, this was like... I take this very seriously. This is like... If you had to... Because I have never seen a wolf in person. If you had to compare it to the size of something, what would you compare it to? It's um, like a large coffee table, a couch, a love seat. It's a, it's a little taller than your average couch. Like the, the back comes up a bit taller than that. Hmm. And like it's they're all leg. First of all, like it's it's almost negative space because their legs are so long. <laughs> you can like walk underneath one and be like, how are you doing? <laughs> but like, yeah, no, they can, they can be huge. Like there there were a couple of smaller ones, but one of them was like. And of course, it was a big black one because fuck me. <laughs> it was like, like it wasn't a wolf; it was a small bear. Like, it was the way you said, "but fuck me," because fuck me. Oh, that's a that's our dog, Piranha. The second Sarah saw that one, she was like, "This was a terrible." Idea. And of course, that one just walks up to the fence and stares directly at you, and you're like. No, okay. like they they fed them and it was it was fun and it was educational. It was fine. Like, what did they feed them? Uh, they feed them deer meat. Oh, huh. venison. They feed them venison. They don't just like let loose a bunch of bunnies. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> How terrifying! They're not they're not running the Hunger Games for prey animals. No, no. So. <laughs> but um, no, they feed them deer meat. But uh, watching them eat was a little bit better than when they were just kind of like running up and down the sides of the fences because like they were distracted. So it was kind of like, okay, I can look at this animal and I feel safe. Because it is not focused <laughs> because on it's not because looking I at am me. not the food. <laughs> but yeah, no, so that's wolves. Is that your scariest animal? No. Really? Really. What's your scariest animal? Killer whales. Uh, Bob is very afraid of whales. He is very afraid of whales. I am specifically afraid of killer whales. Because they are vicious. They are vicious. They kill sharks. Mm-hmm. They're scary looking. Like, all the black and white, like, it, it freaks me out. Like, I can't watch, like, videos of, like, the trainers in SeaWorld when they're swimming with Shamu. I'm, I'm just sitting there going, like, what are you, crazy? Get the <laughs> fuck out of the water. Like, like, look at the size of that thing. Look at the teeth. It could literally just swallow you. Like, seriously, and wouldn't notice. (laughs) (laughs) There's something in my stomach. Oh, it was Tina. (laughs) Tina's in there. (laughs) Stop swimming down me, Tina. That's one of the reasons why when, like, they're like, oh, my God, the killer whale attacked strainer. Like, this is crazy. I'm like, it's not crazy. It's an apex predator. You're in the water with an apex predator. It's not crazy. It's like, if you put your hand in a bear trap and it clicks closed, like, it's not the bear trap's fault. Yeah, and they're scary because, like, unlike sharks, like, sharks are are serious predators. They, They are very good at hunting and they are very good at all that, but it's not that they're unintelligent, but in comparison to a great or a, a, an orca, yeah. I mean, orcas are like fucking geniuses. <laughs> yeah, no, orcas have near human level intelligence, and they work in groups. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they're, they're like organized. Veloci- they're they're <laughs> Velasa orcas. <laughs> <laughs> 
and they kill shit for fun like they don't even like kill just for just for food like they kill for sport well and that was like i was i was watching a, a video once where they were explaining that like orcas love the like i think it was like the livers of stingrays or some shit yeah and so they'll like but the stingrays were dangerous to them so they figured out that if they like drove the stingray to the floor of the ocean mm-hmm. and then pinned it against the floor of the ocean the stingray couldn't hurt it and they could like eat it yeah and i was like that's terrifying isn't it like if i looked at something and i was like that's prickly i'd be like i'm just not going to eat that anymore <laughs> But orcas are like, no, I'm going to eat the prickly thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm eating prickles. They're like, fuck you, prickly thing. <laughs> there is nothing in this ocean that I don't eat. Nothing. I don't care what it is. <laughs> <laughs> there's something about the ocean. Speaking of like natural weirdness, there's something about the ocean that really just like gets me. Because it's not, it's like you said, it's not just the things living in it. It's like, the spaces in the ocean it's like there's like the marianas trench and yeah. nobody knows what the fuck is down there there's like glowing shit and you're like <laughs> why is this a thing what what anglerfish exist seriously like <laughs> what nightmare was this a part of that god was like you know what it's like an alien planet on, the, on the fucking sea floor like and we haven't seen most of it no we haven't most of it is completely unexplored <laughs> There could be any shit down there. There could be wizards. We have that's no why, idea. I mean, that's why people still think, and I don't ascribe to this theory, by the way. But the, the, there's there's a reason that there are a lot of people who are like, no, the Megalodon's still totally out there. We, we, <laughs> and it's like, no, it's not. It's really not. <laughs> like, we'd be finding beached whales with huge bites taken out of them. I know. We'd be finding dead Megalodons. Like, it's I not. Know. <laughs> and it's like, yes, we find the teeth, but they're like prehistoric. Yeah, they're millions of years old. Um. And thank God. Yeah, um, if Megs were still around, I would never go in the water. I wouldn't go in a swimming pool. No, you like, wouldn't catch me dead in the ocean. For those of you who are unaware, Megalodon is a 60-foot version of the Great White. <laughs> <laughs> that is the size of a bus. Yeah, and its bite radius is about six feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could swallow you whole. Google it if you've never seen this. And it, the, don't go by the fucking monster movie. No. Go go by the pictures of just the actual fossils. It would be like if you were swimming in the ocean and all of a sudden you got attacked by a bus. Like that's <laughs> The thing is like you want to talk about like swallowing you and not even noticing. Like this thing could literally just open its mouth. You wouldn't even know it was happening. No. It and was just You would never get bitten. It would no. just, it would just swallow you whole. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. It scares me. I don't like this conversation anymore. It's like my worst fear. Here's a question. Like we we talked a little bit about this in the Jurassic Park episode, but like, would you be afraid if there were still dinosaurs? Like, yes. how freaked out would you be? I wouldn't leave the house. Would you? No. First of all, if there were still dinosaurs, I think mankind would have killed them by now. You think? If we were at the same level of technology that we are. I th- I don't like we kill we killed rhinos. You think we wouldn't yeah, kill dinosaurs? True. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> we because not only would it be like big game, but it would be dangerous to us. So yeah, I'm I just, just sitting here going like, how do you like? How do you even start to kill a T Rex? You know, I mean, like these days it would be a gun. Yeah, but I mean, like that would have to be a hell of a gun. Well, yeah. Although it, it, I don't, I, it's hard to say because I have no idea what their hide was like. Would the, would a usual bullet take down? I mean, they probably had feathers. So if you shot it, it would just, it would just poof. <laughs> 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 like shooting a balloon filled with feathers. Um, which kind of makes it funny because it's like, they've always been these like scary lizards. And then yeah. all of a sudden one day they look like a rooster yeah. and you're like, well, <laughs> That's a little more doable. I mean, roosters are nasty. <laughs> roosters are not nice. I'm not saying they're nice, but they're a little less scary than a shark. Yeah, a little less. You know what would still exist is the what? ocean ones. Oh, Those the ones ocean would dinosaurs? definitely still be around. Because they were big enough that it, it's not like <laughs> sharks where we can just like go and rip off their fins and throw them back in the ocean. You took <laughs> you took a, an ocean liner out into the ocean. And, and a mosasaur is just like, yeah, <clears throat> fuck you. Yeah, next thing you know, you're fucking lunch. <laughs> Um, 
the ocean dinosaurs definitely would have done us in. It makes me wonder how much ocean travel would have happened. Probably not much. No. It's funny to think that so much ocean travel did happen when they thought there were monsters. Yeah, no, it kind of puts that into new perspective. It's like, wow, you guys had you guys had some balls. Like yeah. you, you, you thought there were this kind of shit out there. And, and you, you still went anyway. Went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a bit terrifying. Uh I don't think that would have been my life. Yeah, I think I'd no, still be wherever the fuck I started. I'd still be on Pangea <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> like no i'm sorry i'll go to a landlocked country yeah (laughs) i'm on pangea minding my own pan business (laughs) trying to avoid saber-toothed tigers exactly i'd be like you win world i'm staying in the house that's another thing that scares the shit out of me big cats scare the shit out of me yeah although although it's funny because for some reason they seem so foreign to me well because there aren't really i mean apart from like cougars there aren't really mountain lions yeah but even in our area of the country, it's like you don't run into a mountain lion. No. So it's like, it's such a foreign idea to me. Like, if I ran into a lion, I would obviously be very unhappy. <laughs> yes. But I don't do that. So it's like, well, <laughs> one, like, score one for Pissy. She did one thing right. She lived in a part of the world where there are no lions. <laughs> that is the only, that's the only plus side. Jaguars are actually, I think, scarier. Why? Because they're super fast, you never see them coming, and they, like, have the strongest bite force of any big cat. Really? Including lions. What about, like, a a, a panther? A panther and a jaguar are not that far apart, I don't believe. Aren't they? I have no idea. I've, I don't know anything about I guess cheetahs scare the shit out of me. <clears throat> I'm not going to outrun it. I don't know why cheetahs scare me less. I think it's because they're so much smaller. They are smaller, but they've got to be fucking dangerous. And they also, they look skittish. You know, like, <laughs> they look like if I went, ah, like, it might just run away. They're like the fish in Finding Nemo that gets yeah. brought to the, the shark meeting. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> cheetahs in um Cheetahs in captivity actually have service dogs, a lot of them, because they get so nervous. They have service they have, dogs. They have little dog friends. Imagine being the, the fucking dog that they're like, okay, this is your partner. And the dog's like, wait a second. <laughs> well, they give the dog to them when they're little kittens and they grow up together and then... It's actually kind of sweet. I'd still be like, as the kid, as the kitten got bigger, I'd be like, uh, Tim, <laughs> we need to talk about this friendship. Because <laughs> Jerry over here keeps giving me crazy eyes. He's very nervous and he's very fast. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Imagine being he's the most nervous, shifty. neurotic animal and also like the fastest animal. You're just going everywhere horrified can you imagine being like an antelope out on the fucking serengeti and you see one of these things making a beeline for you and you're just like what the fuck i can't do (laughs) well hell this is it but all you have to do is go boo and it's like "Ah!" it just runs in the other direction (laughs) gotcha um yeah nature is scary yeah it's a lot it but I'm glad we talked about it because we don't talk about nature a lot on the podcast. No, we don't. Um, if we missed something in nature that is scary to you, please let us know. I do consider things like heights part of nature. Yeah. No, I would never want to be like at the top of a cliff. No, nor I. I also, and I don't want to have a conversation about this because it's one of those things where like, if I start talking about it, I will like spiral into a, a like neurotic mess. But the idea of eternity scares yeah, the shit out no, of me. We can't talk about that. That's like <laughs> it's nature, so I'm scared of it. It's, but it's like it's such a existential nonsense mess of a problem in my brain that like I just can't even talk about it. Oh, and we didn't even touch on like <clears throat> space. Oh, space scares the fuck out of me. Right. Have you ever laid on your back and like looked up at the stars and freaked out because you feel like you're going to fall? No. Okay, never mind. It's just <laughs> no, but like if you if you live and you look, hmm. if you're looking straight up, like you, I, I get this feeling anyway in my head that kind of reverses who's on the ceiling and who's on the floor, so to speak, hmm. and I kind of feel like I'm falling for a second. Hmm. 
That's interesting. I mean, I am very afraid of heights. So the idea of like getting to space scares me. Yeah. And then it's like, I don't know. It's like riding a wooden wagon through fire <laughs> just to get to like a pit of lions. It's like, what What? What was the point it's of like this? like riding a psychotic horse towards a burning, burning sable. sable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like to me. I'm like, it's not like where you're going is great no i mean it is great but like you know what i mean like it's not great for me you know what it is it's like you you hear people and my, my wife is one of these people who are like oh but wouldn't it be cool wouldn't it be amazing like you'd see things that no one else had ever seen and it would be so cool i'm like fuck no no like fuck no, no. i am staying on the ground yeah. like under no <laughs> circumstances am i going to the vast never-ending void of space <laughs> like, you want to go to the least hospitable environment for human life and just stare out into a never ending stretch Void. of it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, that's why like sometimes when I watch TV shows or movies of like space travel, when they're like, Oh, we have to do a spacewalk. I'm like, Nope, done. Mm, We're done. No way. We're out. <clears throat> Cause it's like, all it takes is like you slip and you're just done. Yeah. You're just completely. Done. You're fucked. <clears throat> and it's not even going to be like a quickie like no. you're, you're you're going to suffocate yeah slowly <clears throat> that said yeah <laughs> <laughs> now that we've given you guys something to think about and you're now all agoraphobic that said we do hope you uh you enjoyed this episode if there is a natural thing that we did not talk about please let us know in the in the comments um we and write to us, please, please, please write to us at uh, spookygayfam at gmail.com or contact us on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, wherever you want, and let us know uh, what it is about nature that scares you because we love to hear your stories. Um, so that's it for our episode today. We hope you did enjoy it. Uh, we will have new episodes out next week. So until then, stay spoopy and remember. Ring, ring, ring. What did she just say? It's the call of the wild. Ah, I can't take it. I can't take it. Wow, Tina. That was uh. Did you all see that? That was. Um, I, I, I'm sorry. Amazing. Oh. You just embodied all the themes of the book. Huh. The primitivism, Buck's return to his savage nature, yeah. the sweating. Great job. She's really good. That was really good. Well, I definitely read the book, so thank you. My Spooky Gay Family features music by Nate Walker, artwork by David Elon, and this episode contains clips from Bob's Burgers, distributed by Fox Broadcasting Company 2011. Please subscribe on iTunes, leave us a nice message, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Patreon. My Spooky Gay Family is a product of Barbara Duel Productions. Thank you.